Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Lord, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The highest manifestation of God is that of His Word. And so at the foot of the cross today we bow, and we ask that you allow the entrance of your word to bring light and understanding to the simple. By revelation, by inspiration, by illumination, enlighten our eyes of understanding to lay hold and hold fast to the principles through which you might overcome in this world. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. We begin a new series today by the grace of God titled, Children, hear the instructions of your father. And this series, we continue till we are about to cross over into 2019. I want to give you instructions that will prepare you for all that God has in store for you, even as we cross over. We are going to read from Proverbs chapter 4. The reason I ask you to stand is because you are going to read standing. I want you to attach weight to what you are reading. In Proverbs chapter 4, all the verses there we are going to read today. And then verse 26 there we will highlight and read in different uh, versions. And then you can sit down. This is the way we are going to read. I read verse 1. You read verse 2. I read three, you read four, alternate until the last three verses, uh, 25, 26, and 27, we will read together. Amen. I want you to pay attention. Proverbs chapter 4, beginning from verse 1. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all your getting, get understanding. She will place on your head an ornament of grace. 
a crown of glory she will deliver to you. That's the place to say amen. amen. Say the years of my life will be many. God will add life to your years and it will add years to your life. You will not die in the midst of process until your progress is evident to all. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's continue to read. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I've led you in right paths. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. We'll read the last three verses together. Ready? Read. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyes look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. In Jesus' mighty name and the people said, Please be seated. I will bring back some verse 26 at the appropriate time. The instructions you are about to receive in this season will help and guide you whichever direction you are facing. Mm. How many directions can anyone face in life? There are six. You can look up or down. You can look right or left. You can look front or back. There is no other way outside of those six. Whichever direction you are facing or looking, these instructions will guide you so that you will not fall. You will not stumble. And the life of your years will be many. And the years of your life will be many. You have such quality life that people will be asking, what is the secret? Give me verse 26 of Proverbs 4. 
in the New Living Translation. And there's a translation I'm going to ask for that you don't have, but I'll read it for you. The New Living Translation, ready, read. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Give it to me in NIV. New International Version. Ready? Read. Give careful thought to the parts for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Amplify version. Amplify version verse 26. Consider well the part of your feet and let all your ways be established and ordered Alright, now let's look at the message translation, verse 26, message translation. Let's read together, keep your eyes straight ahead, ignore all size shadow distractions, watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Then give me the CEV translation. CEV is Contemporary English Version by American Bible Society of New York. CEV. It says, and I quote, Know where you are headed and you will stay on solid ground. Say that with me. Know where you are headed. I can't hear you lottering. And you will stay on solid ground. Can I hear amen? I believe it is not an accident that for the last three sessions of Saudi scriptures, we have come around Joseph the dreamer. So my first instruction to you is dare to dream. That's my first simple instruction. Children, hear the instruction of your father. The first instruction to you, Lateran Assembly, is dare to dream. Say that to your neighbor. I can't hear you. I appeal to you by the mercies of God to open your spirit wide and receive these words of instruction. Dare to dream. Instruction number one. The first part of this instruction, you can call it A, you can call it 1-1, whatever you like. I want you to know that every great accomplishment you can identify in this world began as a dream in somebody's heart. Every great accomplishment that you can point at or point to in this life began as a dream in somebody's heart. Every great accomplishment. And if you care to know, that includes the Citadel project. I know exactly where I was when I wrote down on the letterhead of the hotel that I was staying the letterhead paper of that hotel 
I wrote a new phenomenon in church architecture. It was a dream. But now it's fast becoming a reality. I stood on the topmost floor. That's the 10th floor. Yesterday. And I looked at it and said, it began like a dream. Brothers and sisters, all things are created twice. First in your mind, then in your life. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Dreamers allow their minds to wander outside the boundaries of what is. And then create a mental picture of what could be. They allow their minds to wander out of what is. So that they can create a mental picture of what could be. Some of you, and especially Ulus, and Ike, and Pastor Remy, and Pastor Yomidada, and who else? Deolua Defarasi, and a few others. We slept in this building. We prophesied over empty chairs. Now you this chair, somebody will sit on you next Sunday. We had no ceilings. So there were no ceiling fans. At least you need, you have ceiling before you can get ceiling fans. <laughs> the first time we had ceiling fans in this building, we were about to conduct the first marriage. And late Mrs. Odubomi had connection with the cash and carry chairman, Chividu. They were neighbors. And spoke to him on our behalf so that we could obtain 85 fans and pay later. So we changed cash and carry to carry and cash. <laughs> we paid eventually. Before the fans came, and even after, on Sunday morning when I'll be preaching like this, you will think I just jump into a heated pool with my clothes on. But back then, I will stand here and I will say to you, brothers and sisters, let's endure this place for a while. The day is coming when you will need thick clothes to stay inside the sanctuary because the ace will be doing, you remember, and say, what is he saying? Uh, go and see the chillers. You come with your bear shirt. You will learn a lesson that you are not in Akilo. You understand me? Uh, it's not here that all these aces that are mounted on the wall that are blowing heat and you are blowing heat back at them. You'll be hearing shh, shh. But it existed first in your heart before it could be created. 
and 30 years of common gun. I'm looking forward to that day when the 1989 crew will climb on those 30 steps of the citadel and we say goodbye to Akilo. It's been 30 years that God trained, raised, and prepared people. I hope you will be there. I'm not sure of you. I'm not. You know why? Because of some of the things you are going to hear that will tell you you don't fit. Lies that you will sign on and say, this is vanity upon vanity. That will make you feel, why do they need four leaves lived in every corner where there are steps? Elevator or what? Escalator to get into the sanctuary. Why, why waste money like this? Uh, Judas died because he thought the perfume that was poured on Jesus was a waste. Get ready to kill yourself before time. We call it a new phenomenon in church architecture because God put it in our spirit. And guess what? It's doable because he originated in his heart. He planted it in our heart. When we were writing down, we didn't have a dime. Sons and daughters in the faith. I'm not talking interest on any loan. I'm talking of actual payment. We have this boss over eight billion naira towards the citadel. Do you understand me? Over eight billion. Oh, you're, 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 all of a sudden. Do you understand me? I remember when we started, and <laughs> so you was hearing me and said, Baba, give me a liberty billion in your wallet. See, money suru. Ah ah, one pile in the lower. You enter the sanctuary today. There's no single pillar like this. It's an amphitheater. You'll be able to see everywhere, and the kind of television screen that is coming from top to bottom is not going to be hanging like this one in the middle of the hall. You will see it clearly wherever you are. Do you understand me? Listen to me. We have this bust over. Eight billion. And guess what? We still need to finish four. God who did the eight can't do the four. It's too small to do it. One of our leaders and elders said, This is beyond us. It is. Look around you. Even the figure of one billion scares you to death. But there's no amount big enough to dent God's account. And guess what? It's a matter of dream. In someone's heart that began the journey and God began to raise others to support here, to support there. We had no dime when it was written. There were five architects involved that designed five different times. The first that we designed here was to be built here. Didn't fit anymore when they got there. The person who designed that designed the second one. But when he brought the bill to us, by the time they put it together, even me, I breathed heavy. 
Then we got a lady to design. And she designed the third one. And we went to break ground at that time. But there was no approval. I said, we can't continue. Then they redesigned that one. We called somebody else, another lady. Top architect. All of them, no, no pushover. She designed everything. And the day they brought it to my office, that this is what is going to the approval authority. My spirit man shut down. Can you quickly help me bring it up? I've never opened the drawing. Never opened it once. Because as soon as it was presented, my spirit shut down. I knew this is not what God wants. I've never opened it to look at it to see what is there. And I began to pace the floor. God, you are saying something to me. I've, give, I've written out the instruction. And they seem to... So somebody else invited me to his 50th birthday to just come and pray to bless him. He's a son of this house. Went into Bible college here. He's now a professor of architecture. He's a dean of faculty of environmental sciences and everything relating to architecture. It was his 50th birthday. He invited me to come and pray. I went there to pray for him and I saw Buildings that I designed before. And I look at them. And the spirit of God said to me. Ask him to do it. By giving me a condition that is difficult to meet. So I invited him over. I said. There's a building in my womb. You have to pray to the Holy Spirit. To give you what I carry. If you get it. So be it. If you don't get it. First week, second week, third week, fourth. Hello, how are you doing? So he said, yo, easy. You have to tell me. I said, no, this is the dream of Pharaoh. You have to recall it. Nebuchadnezzar, I beg your pardon. You have to recall it and give the interpretation. And then one day he went to the place and began to pray. And he prayed and he prayed. And he came with his sketch. I said, what is that? And he said, that's the prayer time. I said, you got it. That's a critical point. And this is the event center. And then I brought out what I'd written. I said, these are the things that will be there. Go and finish it. And that's the building plan that we submitted that was approved. Do you know the day they approved that thing? We were, carried, we were doing Bumi's wedding at the Orientals. The people that were to approve were the citadel ground. That was the day they signed off that we can start building. It started as a dream. Now is a reality. When will you dream your own dream? Instruction number two. If the first one is everything began, every great accomplishment you can identify in this world began as a dream in the heart of someone. Number two. On the heels of every dream are four dream thieves and dream killers and dream snatchers. 
that are always ready to snatch away your dream if you let them. The four thieves include time, Satan, friends, and family. The day I stepped into ministry, my mother of blessed memory came and said, I understand you are shutting down your legal practice. I'm putting it in English language. If she said it that way, it would have been a lot easier. <laughs> she said, I said, Mama, what's the matter? I said, Bogwe to cool. Everywhere I go, they say, Mama, lawyer, Mama. So, what would they call me now? I said, Mama, they will call you Mama Pastor. I said, When she got here, she's in heaven listening to me. She got here and we're carrying human feces on the floor. I was the first to go there because everybody was cleaning the place and avoided the place. When they saw me there with the digger carrying the human, they are not. Ah, Pastor, feel it, feel it. My man, she want die for walala yeni. Ije enlodada ewolele. My friend, Doctor Nifade, his own is different. I am not asking you not to do God's work. <laughs> but are you going back to Okuaru? How are you going to sustain your life the way it is? Why don't you use one hand to do your legal practice and the other hand to be doing your pastoral work? I said, that's not the instruction he gave me. He asked me to sell all. Are you listening to me? Because some things you don't know. You just see them happen. Obedience is the anchor that turns dreams into reality. If you don't know how to obey God, if time does not defeat your purpose, if Satan does not seal it, your families will be planted there to talk you out of it. Mrs. B did not try to talk me out of it, but she simply asked a question. <laughs> GB, the children, where would we get money? Say, so Mrs. B, God used legal practice to provide for us. He can use anything else. I had him clearly, and there's no going back. If I had not obeyed, I say humbly, you won't be here today. So when are you going to believe God for your own dream and obey him so that others can benefit from yours too? And you are living witnesses that I face battles here. In the past 30 years, different battles. I took on giants. I took on principalities. I took on government. 
with all the might, I took on a butcher. And we said to you, the latter in assembly is an unusual church. It's not a church that is a hospital for the sick. It's a, a church where soldiers are raised. Who know where the trigger of the gun is? That's why when you expecting after you have been told that they don't do healing service, they don't do miracle service, they don't do all night every day, and we don't know what, you are in the wrong place. There are different churches for different things. I go there. Be falling down, be dying. <laughs> Just make sure you leave something behind before you go. <laughs> Is there a dream in your heart? Whether you be misunderstood by family and friends. Ah. Uh, did anything go bad at all since we believed? <laughs> I don't know how to say it in English. There was a hole in my underpants, not trouser. She was the one using needle to mend it. There were holes in my socks. She was the one using needle to darn it. And the best shoe that I thought I had, I lost at Ilaro Crusade. I said, praise the Lord, the heel fell off. <laughs> Another pastor, Pastor John Ogunze, he said, your suits are okay, but your shoes are bad. Took me to somewhere in Victoria Island and got me some shoes. I was looking. I remember the last day I was washing my last two shirts. And they told, why washing them? I call Mrs. Odubumi. I said, go to the back of, of uh, Mandela's and buy me one white shirt and one blue shirt. Please, let come before the service. She didn't know why. It was after she came. I said, how much? She said, no, pass off. And I said, no, 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 no. Please, or else I will never send you anything. Give her the money back. I went to quickly iron to wear one of them. And I was teaching kingdom wealth and prosperity. <laughs> No sinner is a dream conceived in our minds that you find that we are suddenly filled with doubts and all other reasons why it will not work. And some folks around us will be quick to confirm those fears. Some of those folks are licensed dream killers. Nevertheless, despite their orientations and antics, we must forge ahead and dream. Otherwise, hello. If you don't forge ahead and dream, otherwise, you spend your lives fulfilling the dreams of others. Hard fact. I don't think preachers should preach this. 
Because it means people will abandon you. And that's not my lot in life. My lot in life is to ensure that you rise and fulfill and maximize your potentials. There's a dream in the heart of God with your name on it. And while you are serving others, he will plant it in your heart. Once that dream begins to unfold, it's time to begin to work hard at it to bring it into manifestation. Can I hear amen? amen? Have you had enough for today? When I finish this message, I'm on my way to Abelkuta for a critical meeting. Not family meeting, national issue. I come back, I have another meeting waiting for me at home. Why? Because I wear seven caps. You don't know. I wear seven hearts. You don't see them. None of the things you think in your heart is any of them. I know you think, oh, nation building, oh, the business, oh, pastor, oh, husband, oh, father, oh, pastor. You can list all those. Those are not the hearts I wear. First heart, I'm a seed. I'm a seed. You can tell how many seeds are in one mango. You can never tell how many mangoes are in a seed of mango. The day you despise your seed, you lose your harvest, you lose your forest, you lose everything. You lose a tree. I'm a seed. I'm born again of incorruptible seed of the word of God. I am first and foremost a seed planted in somebody's womb. Then I'm a son. I'm not immature. God took me through process to be able to do the thing I'm doing today because he's not going to plant his dream in the heart of a person who will have bought it. And many people have bought theirs. I'll get there to understand that there are three categories of dreams, not yet. We'll get there. God-given dreams. There are dreams that came and originated from the hearts of men. And there are dreams that are filthy by filthy dreamers. But I'll get there. That's not where I am presently. Are you listening to me? I'm a seed. I'm a son. I'm a servant. The son of man has not come to be served, but he had come to serve. I'm a servant. And that's my attitude. Because I'm a servant, I carry the heart also of a steward. I have no sense of ownership. I'm a trustee. Are you listening to me? Yes. Say with me, I'm a seed. I'm a son. I'm a servant. I'm a steward. Oh, was Eliezer a steward? Was he also a soldier? I'm a soldier of the cross. I'm a soldier. I have to protect the heritage and the inheritance of what I've received from God. Protect it with all my might. I'm a soldier. And guess what? Don't cross my path. I fight rough. The moment I know you are a dream thief, you're not going to find it easy because I'm not going to let go of what God has planted. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be family, you can be friend, you can be, you can be anybody. The moment you touch the call of God upon my life, you are gonna, I'm not going to spare you at all because I won't stand before him and give excuses. Say with me, I'm a seed. I'm a, seed. I'm a, son. I'm a son. I'm a servant. I'm a servant. 
I'm a steward. I'm a soldier. And in case you say, how can you dare fight Rob like that? I'm also a saint. There's no condemnation against me. Because I will not look for your trouble if you don't look for mine. I'm a saint. Saint of the most high God. He who knew no sin that becomes sin to me that I might be made the righteousness of God in him. You might look at my life and say, I, I, I don't see any anointing here. That's your headache. I'm a saint. I'm a saint. Say what you like with your mouth. Your payday is coming. And because I'm a seed, I'm a son, I'm a servant, I'm a steward, I'm a soldier, I'm a saint. That makes me a star. I'm not a wandering star. I'm a star. I'm going to shine brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Do you understand me? Those are the hearts I wear. It depends on the one you meet when we are talking. If you meet that of a soldier, you better draw your sword. If you meet that of a saint, you may slap me on the right and I turn the left. And I let you go with mother. Do you understand me? I'm a steward. There's nothing. I have no sense of ownership. I brought nothing here. It is certain I can carry nothing up. That's why I throw everything I got into what God has given me to do. How are you doing with the dream of your life? If you don't pursue what God has given you, see, the reason nobody would teach that is so that you can encumber the ground here. You, you are... You add more value when you step out to do what God has given you to do. I release you into your destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. I've done it ever, forever, in this forever, forever, and I will keep on doing it. If we all camp in the same place and nobody's going here, going there, how are we going to fill the earth with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord? How are we going to fill Jerusalem with our doctrine? Your destiny is not to to fulfill other people's dreams. Your destiny is to fulfill your dreams so that others can benefit from it and get ignited to get their own dreams too. Or if you say that and they don't come to church anymore, others will come. It means their own time is up here. Another set will come so that it can be equipped and we'll be expanding and expanding and expanding. You don't know how it feels when I get to different nations and sons and daughters are doing exploits there. And they are waiting. If you don't pursue your own dreams, you live all your life fulfilling the dreams of other people. Number three. Before I go to next number, let's have some definitions. What is a dream? What exactly is a dream? I'll give you Webster Dictionary's definition. Webster defines a dream as an idea or image present in the sleeping mind. An idea or image present in the sleeping mind 
So what you experience mentally while asleep is a dream. While Jacob was sleeping in Genesis 28, he saw a ladder that touched into the heavens and was firmly planted on the earth, angels ascending and descending on it. When he woke up from that sleep, he said, God is in this place, and I know it not. Webster also defines a dream as something excellent or very beautiful. You know how you say, my dream house? One of my sons on the faith was telling me about his dream house on an acre of ground yesterday. I was just laughing. I said, you meet me in church. My dream house, my dream car. Those are parts of dream. Webster defines a dream as something excellent or very beautiful. That brings a dream to the realm of contemplation and imagination. To dream, therefore, includes to long for or be very desirous of doing or obtaining something. To dream is to long for or to be very desirous of doing or obtaining something. From these basic definitions, like I said earlier, there are three categories of dreams. Number one, dreams given by God. Dreams given by God. Number two, dreams that are self-generated by men. Dreams that are self-generated by men. Sometimes this is referred to as daydreaming. And whenever you hear the health and wealth gospel preachers say, turn on your dream machine. It is in this dream. It is in this dream. And that you can begin to desire and to long for. But sometimes it's an exercise in futility. And then the third category of false dreams. False dreams by filthy dreamers. Whereas I would not encourage any one of you to indulge in fantasies and daydreaming. I'm here to, entrust you, to instruct you to completely yield your heart to God. Get ready. Let him think through your thoughts. And let him release his big dreams into your heart. You do this for your own sake. And for the sake of others who will benefit from such dreams. See. May the 2nd, 1988. Was my last day in court in life. I never thought it was the end. In fact, Mrs. B, who had been hearing of my exploits in the courtroom, said she was coming with me to court that day as I was going to open a trial. I am not bragging. You have to be sure of yourself to face me in court because I will do extra work. I will look into my case. I will look into your case. I will build my case privately in my study and destroy your own. And I go there to cross sword with you. In those days when I stood and said, Today Bakari appears, it's thunder. Ask him, Okano. 
ask where my bank. I can list the names of people that face me in court. So they've been telling Mrs. B this and said, I will go with you, I'd like to see. She dressed up that day. I didn't say, I didn't know she was coming for my final service. As we got to court, they said the judge took ill and the trial could not continue. It was in the night of that day that Almighty God visited me and took me out of legal practice. I couldn't shake the vision off. At that time, I had seven lawyers in my chambers, well paid. Do you understand me? I had factory going on. I was so, I was planning my life according to what I'd received that I would be a successful lawyer, a successful businessman, and I will use both platforms to go into politics. God has another plan. He said, I need to train you, but I can't train you except I gather some people who will frustrate you, who will make you cry, who will insult you, who will trample upon you, until the you that I'm looking for is matured enough. Friends, it's been 30 years. Shall I tell you in the course of this dream, I couldn't pay my rent? And I never announced in church, not once. That they wrote me a letter that blood will flow if I do not pack out my load. There was no money to pay. Huh? Do I need to tell you that there was a time my car engine knocked, the generator knocked. Where do I start from? And it was J5 that was presented to church by somebody that became our family vehicle. Can you believe that? You have forgotten because I never announced. I never came here and said, people help. When we were going through that crucible, I was praying the spirit, praying in understanding, crying the spirit, and heaven was laughing. God was laughing so heartily that I felt this cannot be God, this must be Satan. It was God. You know what he said to me? You are still full. I can only feel an empty sack. It would take you to your fourth jabok and empty you completely. That when they say you are able to do this, ah, God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. You will not be full of yourself. Are you ready to dream? Do you want God's dream? Or do you want a self-generated dream? Or do you want to be a filthy dreamer? Full of filthy dreams, full of ambition, and pursuing it, stepping on every toe. Examples abound in scriptures. Of how God had used dreams to catapult people into destiny fulfillment. Example number one. You do all this study yourself. Jacob, when he bade his father and mother goodbye, stood to get away from the murderous plot of Esau, his twin brother. You know how God showed up to him? 
in a dream and he said God is in this place and I know it not this is no other place than the house of God no building there this is the gate of heaven and you know what he did his first possession was a stone that he used for a pillow he erected it as a pillar and he poured oil on it and entered into a covenant with God based on a dream. If you keep me in the way that I go, God, and bring me back to my father's house safely and give me food and raiment for my back, then you will be my God. This stone that I've erected as a pillar will become the house of God. And everything that you give to me I will give a tent to you. God make any request for Titan offering. But he knew this is from heaven. It was in a certain place that became an awesome place. This is an awesome place. And he entered into covenant with God. And then went into labor. Outworkings of destiny and fulfillment of dreams. For 14 years he labored to acquire his only beloved wife. He didn't labor for 14 years for Leah. They agreed for seven. It was shortchanged. And then when they say another seven, they say, give me my wife. I was still seven. And the 14 years were like few days to him. Because in these matters of dream, dreams, time is inconsequential. And that's what defeats you. That's what fills you with doubt. It's getting too long. It's getting too far away. It's not been fulfilled. How long can a man? My son asked me one day because he walks in the tape uh, 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 editing and, and he said, Dad, you know one thing that shocked me? I went to 1990. I went to 1989. I went to 2000. I went every. You are so consistent saying the same thing again and again. You will find out why later in the course of this Instructions you are receiving. I've told you one in the morning. Hold fast. Possess it and let it possess you. Let everybody know where you stand. Mm-hmm. I remember when SNG started. I sat JK down. I sat YO down. I said, so that there will be no clash in future. Tell me what and what constitute your interest. Because if I want what you want, there'll be trouble. If you want what I want, there'll be trouble. What do you want? Agbaje said his own. Why you said his own? I said, there's no conflict. I know my own. I stay in my lane. It's slow. But the snail made it to the ark. The tortoise made it to the ark. I will reach my goal. I will fulfill my destiny. You will be there to rejoice with me. And then you will say, how did this happen? And I will say to you, this is not the work of any man. Do you understand what I'm saying at all? Am I wasting my time? Hmm? God forbid that we raise people who have no dreams, who have no visions, who have no plans, who have no purpose in life. When it was time for him after 14 years or 21 years of labor to depart from the house of Laban, what happened? 
Almighty God showed up in a second dream. It's not too many dreams that will get you to where you are going. We are going to get there later. It's not too many dreams that get you confused and conflicted. How many dreams did Joseph have? Two. How many did Jacob have? Two. If it happens twice, it means it's done. When that angel showed up, he said, I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar. And swore to me, return to your father's house. I'm giving you everything here. The wealth of Laban was transferred. Laban pursued him for three days. He said, I wanted to do you evil, but the God of your father appeared yesterday and warned me not to say anything good or bad to you. Talk. How many more dreams do I want to show you to establish Joseph? Huh? Joseph, Solomon. Huh? Daniel saw more visions and dreams. Joseph, Solomon. Look, Gideon was going to fight a major battle. God had to tell him to go to the camp of the enemy. To listen to the dream even by an enemy. May I tell you simply, son, this is the day of Pentecost. Heaven had opened over the church for people to receive visions, to have dreams, and to receive prophecies. The three languages of the Holy Spirit. The day I taught that message in this church, we started from 10 a.m., we finished at 4 p.m., the three languages of the Holy Spirit go into the archives. That will be about 1991, you remember? The three languages of the Holy Spirit. But you have men walking about without dreams, without visions, without any word from God. Just, just hanging in there. This country is bad. Oh, they stop building houses in Nigeria. They stop buying cars in Nigeria. They stop getting married in Nigeria. They stop traveling in Nigeria. Because your economy is very bad. And the planes are full. In all coaches. You talk according to the dream in your heart. I talk according to the dream in my heart. You know, you, you, okay, I need to close. You know the type of building that's about to be built by the caliber of equipment that is moved to site. You don't get it. Huh? If you are sharing your dream with me, I know where you are going. Bedroom flat. I know too more be too. Small goat mentality, me. A small goat and grasshopper mentality. I know where you are. Move to bedroom flat. Reminds me of my photographer many years ago. I went to invite him to come and cover some, and I met him at home. He was nailing wall. What are you doing? He said, sir, I'm planning to get married. And so this bedroom, I'm dividing it into two. I would, I would stretch cotton here. From here to there, I said, ah, your brother has stopped living with this. I know he will sleep on this side. My wife and I will sleep on this side. I said, well, I need that right. You have to dip 
cutting wool into palm oil and put it in his hair and, and, and lock it so that he will not hear anything. He said, what do you mean, sir? I said, are you sick? In fact, he will not sleep. <laughs> or you have to guard the mouth of your mouth, the mouth of your wife. Mag me on. Oh, what else? To bag me, buddy. He says, sir, that's all I can afford. And nobody should bite more than he can chew. The same faith that got you this one room. The same faith that got you the curtain you want to nail. is the same faith that will get you a two-bedroom flat. Let us pray. Lord, surprise your son. Let him know that you are bigger than what is reducing you to. In Jesus' name, I was not a pastor. I was a lawyer. And you needed to see the quality of fellowship you were having in my chambers. Suddenly, he showed up. But that, but that, when he yes, what happened? He shot him on the I'm in no. What you call your two bedroom flat? In she not be shy, you me the more cover, I repeat, I want much love, Bali. And what about me, bless you? I said, How many bedrooms? Metanio. My brother will stay in one. When we have guests, they will stay in one. Me and my wife will stay in master bedroom. I said, welcome on, welcome. The same faith. The chaos headache is the same faith that raises the dead. You don't use your faith, you lose it. You lose it. You lose it. The same person came and said, but I'm going to die After the This is Islam because you knew the story. Madame Motidara, what happened? Well, he said, they've stolen my motorcycle. I said, daily. He said, Ben, he said, I will not lie to you. Ah, but I taught you a principle. He said, principle, boo. Principle, magbe. I said, God just delivered you from early death. You're about getting married. A motorcycle on this and this, they will kill you. Believe God for a car. He said, <laughs> Then God surprised him. He bought a bitu. God gave him another job. He bought a bitu. Months down the line, Dele showed up in my house with a BMW. I said, Dele, where did you get it? On the knee and she said. Uluwan she bebe bita God revealed two dreams of global impact to both Pharaoh and Nebuchadnezzar. Did not give them interpretation. Because it was time to promote his own children who are the tools of interpretation. It's very amazing how these divine endowments can elevate people above their peers. Especially when those who are endowed can bring blueprints, economic blueprints out of the dreams others 
I've heard or having. I'm going to pray for you. I think I will continue. I'll pray two prayers today and stop it there. Number one, I'm going to ask God to open your ears. I can't hear your amen. Amen. God sometimes uses dreams to open the ears of men. Just so he could deliver them from destruction. See Job 33, verse 14 to 18. Job 33, 14 to 18. Job 33, 14 to 18. For God may speak in one way or in another. Yet a man does not perceive it. In a dream. In a vision of the night. When deep sleep falls upon men. While slumbering on their beds. Then he opens the ears of men and does what? And seals their instruction. In order to turn man from his deed. And conceal pride from man. He keeps back his soul from the pit. And his life from perishing. That is it. In a dream. A dream. Would have been at the Bola house. Would have broken this place down. But for a dream of the night. We didn't know Oregon existed. We are going to break this place down. And go to Adebola house. In a night dream. God showed up. I carried. A keg of eggs. Not keg. Not crate. It was, it was, it was woven like golden threads. It's, it's a cage. And. Precious eggs were in them. And I gave to the owner. So I'll be preaching there. Keep this for me. When I finish, I'll come and collect them. So not to worry. I finished preaching, I came. Alaji, my eggs. Mumbo. Alaji, my eggs. Mumbo. Nisuru. I'm in a meeting when I finish. Okay. They finish. Alaji, my eggs. Money mumbo. Abibo. Chilai woke up. It was not given back to me. Do I need angels to now come and drum anything? Only God knows what disaster he averted by that simple dream. But without going there, there will be no Oregon. Because it was while we were there, I went back to the agent in charge. You remember when we went to to to, to for the property. I went back there and said, we will not need this place anymore. God revealed some things to me. He said, why do you want to come here? I said, we have been looking for land. I don't want to go to Express Road, but there's no land. He said, ah, one just opened up today in Oregon. I said, where are Oregon? We have come every, he said, it's in Oregon. It's five acres. And they've stolen one out of it. <laughs> yes, it's five acres on people. Uh-huh. Well, we, we let them be. I said, are you sure? I said, okay. Pastor Bela, Pastor Ike, follow. Because I was traveling that day. And they followed. They saw it was bare land. That was the time heaven released it. Do you understand me? So it can direct you to go here. To go there. There are processes through which dream will be planted in your heart. And here we are today. God sealed instruction through dreams. 
I want you to rise to your feet this afternoon and say, Lord, seal your instructions. Open my ears and seal your instructions. Seal them upon my heart. Let your signature be upon the canvas of my heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, open my ears. I do not want to go here, go there, miss road. No, 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 no. I want you to plant something in my heart. My life is not full of trial and error. No. Precision. Clarity is power. Help me, Lord. Open my ears and seal your instruction but dream of the night. Help me. Help me, Father. Help me, Lord. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. In Jesus' mighty name. Matthew chapter 2 was your standing. If you don't believe that God seals instructions by opening men's ears through a dream, Matthew chapter 2 verse 13. Matthew 2 13. Now when they, the wise men, had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph. How? I can't hear you. Appeared to Joseph in a dream saying, Arise. Take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. Why? For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. God sealed that instruction. Mary and Joseph obeyed. They stepped out. Then the killing began after they left. A lot of you buying. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will escape. You will escape the sword of the wicked. God will open your eyes in a dream, in a vision to know your environment. Before you enter into business negotiation with people, He will give you superior discernment. You will know what to do and what not to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's okay to go to Egypt. Are you going to return? You got your visa to Egypt, but someday it will expire. What will happen? How would you return? Say Matthew chapter 2 verse 19. Matthew 19. I mean Matthew 2 19. Now when Herod was dead. Somebody has died. Who has been sitting on your fortune. You have not just opened the obituary column. You will see it happen. Now when was dead behold an angel of the lord appeared in a dream to joseph in egypt saying arise take the young child and his mother and go to the land of israel for those who saw the young child's life those who are seeking your life are dead you don't get it i say they are dead they are seeking your life they are seeking your fortune they are dead (laughs) you are not hearing me they are dead do you remember what God told Moses when God said return to Egypt he said Lord maybe you are not conversant with what's happening on planet at every gate post when you arrive Egypt my poster is there Moses wanted dead or alive he said go back those who seek your life they are dead If anybody is pursuing you, is pursuing you to his own detriment. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let me read a little further. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. 
But when he heard that Achilles was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being won by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee. Why? And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, it shall be called a Nazarene. There's a prophecy over your life. The dreams of God will bring you into those prophecies. Those prophecies will be fulfilled. God will open your ears. He will seal his instruction the night season. In the mighty name of Jesus. Do you know there will be no immaculate conception? There was no a dream. It will be averted and aborted. Something would have happened. Because Joseph was angry. He was in anguish that his wife had suddenly become pregnant. And she was saying, I do not know a man who would believe such a story. An angel had to come in a dream. Joseph, son of David. What she's carrying is a child of the Holy Ghost. It was after that he took her and did not know her until delivery. If God used dreams in the Old and the New Testament, he's about to use it in your life. I'm going to do part two of this because I can't finish it today. I need to let you see how filthy dreams emanate in hearts of people and self-generated dreams that bring nothing but frustration and futility. But known unto God are all his works from eternity. You will receive precision, clarity. The dream God has given you will come into reality. Lift up your hands and praise God. Blessed be the name of the Lord today, forever and ever. For what you have begun in this house, Lord, I pray that my people, men and women, boys and girls, will yield themselves to you completely. You think through their thoughts and plant dreams of heaven in their hearts. Lord, fix their hearts toward you so that your plans and your purposes can be deposited and activated therein. To your name be glory and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye Bye for for now. now.